Good morning, Court Street family. Today I'll be reading Matthew 6, 14-15. It says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others of their sins, your Heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now it's time to introduce this morning's guest preacher. Today we welcome back Brittany Willingham. The last time Brittany was here preaching at Court Street United Methodist Church, I shared with you that she is in the process of answering a call to ordain ministry. What I didn't share with you is that Brittany is not waiting to be ordained before she begins a life of ministry. In 2017, Brittany founded Dear Sis Ministries. And through Dear Sis Ministries, Brittany has already connected thousands of women with the power and the presence of God in their lives. Right now she's employed at Carriagetown Ministries where she works as a mentor for women who are experiencing homelessness and other crises. We are so very grateful for the ministry that Brittany is already doing among us. And we are grateful for her willingness to come back once again and share the good news of God's love with the people of the Court Street United Methodist Church. Good morning, Court Street family and friends. My name is Brittany Willingham, and I am so excited to be with you all this morning. I want to thank Pastor Jeremy Peters for allowing me to come and minister the Word of God to you all once again. Um, I'm thankful to be a part of this awesome preaching series. There have already been so many wonderful preachers who have gone before me, and I'm just honored to be among so many awesome people. So my topic for today is forgiveness. But not just any old type of forgiveness, forgiveness without an apology. Yes, forgiveness without an apology. So before we jump into our word for today, let's go ahead and go to God together in prayer. Gracious and eternal Father, we thank you for this day that you blessed us with. God, we thank you for this awesome church, for these awesome people, oh God. Father, we pray that our worship service will be pleasing to you today, Father. I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. It is in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So I read a research study conducted by Barna that says that 25% of Christians still struggle with forgiving others. Now, people in that 25% can identify at least one person in their life that they feel is unforgivable. Now the thought process of that 25% is also that I don't need to deal with unforgiveness. I don't even need to address it. All I need to do is a couple of good deeds and it will somehow cover. It will somehow suffice for the fact that there is at least one person in my life that I know that I should forgive but have not forgiven. Now, the main reason that many cannot seem to forgive these unforgivable people is that they have not gotten the apologies first that they feel that they deserve. It's essentially saying, I won't forgive you and I can't forgive you until you say, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm pretty sure that there are some people in our lives, some people in our circles, maybe some people that we called friend at a, at a certain point in time, maybe some people on our jobs and in our family that have done some things to us or said some things about us that absolutely hurt. And I'm sure that there are some people who have offended you and still go on with their lives as if nothing has ever happened. And I know there are some people who fail to acknowledge your feelings, fail to acknowledge that you have a mind of your own. 
and you still carry that residue. May have been 10 years ago, five days ago, 10 weeks ago, and you still carry that residue. You still carry that wound in your heart. Number one, well, because you're human. But what we should understand, even in our humanness, is that there is a standard that we are called to live up to as Christians. We cannot settle and become like that 25% who still struggles with forgiving others. We are called to do, we are called to be, we are called to live much greater lives. We absolutely cannot live with unforgiveness. Now, unforgiveness is not a matter of just having a few people or one person on a list in your heart that you secretly keep to yourself. No, unforgiveness is a heart issue. It's a serious heart issue. Unforgiveness is proof that you have not trusted God with your heart. When your heart is full of unforgiveness, it leaves no room for the love of God to enter. And if the love of God has not entered your heart, then you absolutely cannot share the love of God with other people. If it has not entered, you cannot share it. And this is how we become those kind of Christians who are Christians just in name only. And we know what that makes us. That makes us hypocrites when we act like Christians, when we talk like Christians, but we fail to actually live like Christ and be like Christ. And in order for us to be able to do that, we have to do some hard stuff. We have to be able to give people for, to forgive people who have offended us, even if they never say, I'm sorry. This is what Jesus told the disciples about forgiveness in Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15. He says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other, others and their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Let's think about this for a moment. Let's first take notice that Jesus says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, he does not say, he does not say a limit. He does not set a limit. He does not say that you can forgive this, but not forgive that. He does not say you only can forgive the people that you feel like deserve it. He does not say only the people who have said, I'm sorry. He does not say you can only forgive people when it's easy and when it's convenient. He says, forgive the ones who who have sinned against you. Forgive the ones who have offended you. Forgive the ones who have talked about you. Forgive the ones who have turned on you. Forgive the ones who have offended you. Forgiveness is an all-encompassing word. It covers any and every type of offense. We have to get over only seeking to forgive when we feel that that person has earned it or that person deserves it. It's a requirement of our faith, not a suggestion. It's not an option. Everybody that God has called us to forgive does not necessarily deserve it, but we are called to rise above that sort of thinking. If you never get a text, if they never write you a letter, if they never give you a call and say, I'm sorry, you still have a job 
to do. You still have a job to do. And nine times out of 10, those people or that person is not gonna come to you and say, I'm sorry. They're not gonna come to you and admit a fault. They're not gonna come to you and admit a wrong. Why? Because most people are not that humble. Most people are not gonna come to you and do that. So what we have to do is we have to stop waiting for them. You cannot wait for people to come to you and say, I'm sorry, you have a job to you to do. You must forgive them now. You cannot wait for them to come to you and say, I'm sorry. And no, we cannot just go through the motions. We have to take it a step for further. We cannot just let the words, I forgive you, just come out of our mouth and still walk away offended. What we have to do is we have to be able to say, I forgive you and release the feelings of resentment towards them. Release the feelings of anger towards them. It's not just about your words. It's not just about your gestures. You have to release that feeling of resentment, that feeling of anger towards that person or those persons. And when you no longer carry that hurt, when you no longer carry that animosity, when it's no longer keeping you up at night, when you're no longer crying, when you're alone, when you surrender that to God, you have to release that and surrender those feelings and those thoughts unto God. Once you do that, you start that healing process. And when you start that healing process, then you can be that you begin to facilitate forgiveness. And just like that passage says, it says, if you forgive those people who have offended you, it says, then our Heavenly Father will forgive us. And we can all think of, it's a condition. Once you do it, then God will do his part. And we can all think of some things that we need forgiveness for. We're all human, like we said a little bit earlier. We all have all made mistakes. We have all offended somebody else. And in some instances, we have offended God. And we have to understand that once we forgive those who have offended us, then our Heavenly Father will forgive us. But we cannot access God's forgiveness until we release unforgiveness towards those who have offended us. The second thing that we must understand is that... Um, we have to change our perception about forgiveness. It is not a weakness. Forgiveness is not a weakness. Just because you forgive, it doesn't mean that the offense was right. It does not make what the other person said to you right. It does not make what the other person did to you right. It does not mean that God did not see what, what they did to you. It just means that you are strong. When you forgive, that makes you strong. Sometimes we can get too caught up in not wanting the other person to win. We don't want to feel like the other person has won or gotten away with something. And sometimes we can feel that once we forgive that we've given the other person the upper hand because we're, we've taken a higher road. But in that moment that you decide to forgive, you set yourself free. Whether or not that other person ever comes to you or not, or feels like they're justified in what they said or what they've done. Once you decide to forgive, you set yourself free. 
And, and, and you conquer the enemy. Well, the enemy had tr has tried to use unforgiveness against so many people. He's tried to use it to make you anxious. He's tried to use it to keep you in cycles of depression. And once you forgive, you release yourself from that. You are giving the given the victory over anxiety. You're giving the you're given the victory over depression. You're you're given the victory over hatred. You're given the victory over anger. And God is glorified. And that's our goal through all of this. Our goal is bigger than just getting back at someone or trying to punish someone. Our goal is to glorify God. Sure, we want to be right. Sure, we want to make our point. Sure, we want our voice to be heard. But God being glorified is bigger than all of that. Once we forgive and we show ourselves strong we 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 can we, we can testify we can tell people about the goodness of god we can bless other people with what we have overcome and other people can see what that looks like there are so many people who are going through things in there and they're waiting for you to overcome so that they can overcome there are people watching what you do they're watching to see how you handle this situation to see if they can draw from that some strength so that they can forgive and walk away from some things that have been keeping them prisoner for 10 years 20 years 10 days however long but somebody needs to see you forgive so that they can have the strength so that they can have the power to forgive somebody is waiting to be inspired by you whether you believe it or not somebody's looking up to you you have something to teach people. What are you teaching people through your circumstance? What can people learn from you? The last thing that we have to understand about forgiveness is that if Jesus forgave, why can't we? He hung on the cross and died for the sins of the world. He, he didn't commit any wrongs. He didn't commit any sins. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do any of the things that he was crucified for. He did not deserve that, but he decided to, to hang on that cross and lay down his life for you and I. He was accused by people who he loved. He was spat on by people that he served. He was mocked and assaulted. And not one person came to him, to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Not one person came to him and said, I'm sorry for the things that they, they had did to him. Instead, they mocked him. They pierced him in his side. They, they, they destroyed his physical body, right? Not one person came to him and said, I'm sorry. He did not wait to hear that before he gave his life. He understood the assignment. He didn't carry any of that with him on that cross. Instead, he decided that they were worthy of another chance at salvation. So what's our excuse? Yes, you've been persecuted. Yes, you've been talked about. But none of us have experienced anything to the extent that Christ did. So what is our excuse? Why haven't you forgiven those people? Where would we be if we had not been forgiven for some of the things that we've, that we've done? Think about your life before you gave your life to Christ. Think about, think about the things that you deserve. None of us deserve any of the grace and the mercy that God shows us. 
But yet and still, he freely gifted it to us. He freely blessed us with that gift of forgiveness. And because it was freely given to us, we owe it to each other. Regardless of the circumstance, regardless of the offense, regardless of whether or not we received an apology, it's so much bigger than that. So I want to encourage you today, brothers and sisters, to, to, to rise to the occasion. Challenge yourself to forgive. I know it's hard. I know they've said some things about you that hurt. I know they probably even lied on you and said some things about you that simply were not true. But you have a job to do as a believer. We cannot settle and be like that 25%. We cannot allow our hearts to be contaminated with the disease of unforgiveness. God is challenging us today to look past how we feel, to look past our thoughts and offer forgiveness today. Even if they've never come to you and said, I'm sorry. Amen. And amen.